So it's my turn. It's your turn. The mic is. Oh, well, before how, are you? How, how the tables have turned. <laughs> how the turntables <laughs> have turned. I see. I see. <laughs> I see. I see where you're going with this. I see. <laughs> Off the Dome starts now. Welcome back to episode 9 of Off the Dome. I am one of three hosts today. Eric is out today. I'm Dizzy. You can follow the show at off underscore the underscore dome underscore. In front of me, I got my good friend, Louis. What is up, sweet Lou? What up, guys? To the right of me, got the homie, Carlucci the Great, aka Carlos. What's going on, everybody? And today we got a fun one. Guys, <laughs> you ever listen to like some old music and think, man, I, I'm surprised this song or this artist didn't get bigger? And then you proceed to think, man, artist A was underrated. You ever have that moment? Because I had that moment literally this past week. Yes. All the, all the time. All the time? All the time? That's like, you're just walking through life. You're like, I'm just Man. walking. I'm like, God damn. Paul McCartney's. <laughs> <laughs> it, happen, it happens all the time. Not only in music, but it happens in sports, too. Where you think so-and-so is going to be great. Yeah. And no. Or or you might be the the biggest fan of whatever song. Right. And you can be like, this these guys are going to be it. Yeah. And then never again. So, my question to you, both of you, and just the question of the day. Mm. What it and let's go around the room here, all right? Just mm-hmm. give me an underrated anything, whether you think whether it's sports athlete, uh, hip hop artist, just regular musical artist, whatever. Mm. You want to you want to take this? You want you want to take off? Take us off? Come I'm on. thinking, thinking, you're thinking. I'm 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 thinking too. Um, if we're going, if we're going anything, yeah, just anything. N- well, not also, referees. Referees are underrated. I think they're very underrated. Okay. Re- referees, elaborate. Referees, elaborate for me. In any I, I, in, in I, any sport, I I'm hoping that uh, instant replay replaces all of them. I was gonna well, say yeah. <laughs> yes, but I'm saying I'm tired of the Patriots mind, paying them off for fucking I'm Super Bowl as a profession. Mm-hmm. And I, having every single fan kind of hate you. So yeah, I mean referees. As far as having. Um, you know, people hate you, mm. and you kind of have to do a job. And if you yeah. do your if you do your job well, nobody commends you. Right. If you do your job bad, everyone fucking hates you. Yeah. And and they say you were bought out or whatever. Right. Right. So I I don't know, man. I feel like that's one of those careers. If you can call, yeah, it's a career. It's definitely a career. Yeah. yeah. Like you you go to referee you, college, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know sure. about that. You graduate or you fail, but There's yeah, something. Yeah, but you do go to like whatever school they have or whatever right. program they have. And, and you can mm-hmm. do that shit for several seasons if you're good. Well, no, you can do that for fucking for most of your adult really. life. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can do that shit forever. Especially yeah. like if you're one of the top ones, and then they always pick you for the Super Bowl or the yeah. World Series or yeah, exactly. uh, the finals in uh, in the NFL. Uh, he recently retired, I think, actually. This so he's not doing. And everyone was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> right. So like for for me, that's that's underrated. Yeah, as a profession, that's an underrated profession. Yeah, that's as a profession, right. as a profession, and in the sport, okay. right? Like as as a, I, I want to say a position, right? Because mm. like you're you're not like, if we're talking soccer, like you're not a player, right? Like you're not a forward or anything. You're you're a ref, but as a person on the pitch, who's on the pitch, it's something that never right. gets noticed when it's good. It's kind of like the base, 
Yeah. Which of, that's that's the way it's supposed to be though. Right. Right? Like they'll they'll say like kind of like offensive linemen. Right. Where if you if you're really good at your job, nobody hears your name. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like nobody knows you. If, same thing in boxing. If mm-hmm. you're if you're really good, nobody even knows you're there. If you're a good ref. Right. Because if you're always interrupting, then yeah. you're not letting them play. You're not letting shit happen. Exactly. At and then you get a bad you're on sports center is not top ten. <laughs> hey. So and it's funny you bring up old linemen because uh-huh. that's the same reason I think that you should never invest too much money in the like those because it's like they're not going to be like game changers for, no, for your franchise. You know what I'm saying? They're not. And they're and they could be replaceable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. Just, I had this conversation with a buddy of mine the other day. I'm like, yo, just get like a big fat white dude and I'm sure you can teach him the technique. You, yeah, you can get whoever and then and then and then also work around the scheme and say, OK, well, everything we'll do will go to the right instead of to the left yeah, exactly. or whatever. <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> and then uh, until okay. we figure this shit out. Okay, guys, just do the opposite. Yeah, exactly. just do the opposite, yeah. and then and then it'll, and then we'll figure it out. Now I want to hit you with an underrated artist. Okay, because uh, I was listening to Lupe Fiasco's Lasers album. Mm. I think that entire project is underrated because I know it has a history to it. it. Had a lot of label interference with it. Mm, I got you. Uh, that was the one that became infamous because uh, Atlantic Records was like really like dogging him on this one. And I think that's the reason he fucking ended up leaving. You know, like you that. know, you know what's funny is that I have a I have a friend who, when, when Lupe was was working on that album, right, he was up in New York and he was um, he was working with a couple of people and one of the DJs that was that was working on that it's, it's a, you know, a DJ that's that's been in the in the in hip hop for a while. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they were talking about it and they were with they were with Lupe's manager i want to say and th- i remember them asking them was like yo so how's the how's the project coming along is it ready and and the manager said he thinks it's ready but he doesn't have a single yet right mm. so there was all that happening in the background so the, so the opposite where, of cardi b oh, oh yeah <laughs> oh, no what i'm saying is that all that was happening where he thought mm-hmm. it was a, an amazing project right and god knows how many times he went back to the drawing table because management labels oh, absolutely they're like there's no like, singles here you know what there's no singles here but and let me tell you in spite of all the drama behind it that that pro- that entire album to me is solid beginning to end and i know he went back to the drawing board with that several times yeah because in the album he's talking about his struggles with the album yeah no he put up he put up yeah. a, he put up a lot of he put up some quality stuff. Oh my god! Uh, for the first I couple mean, of like you go down the list, you got uh, that was the one with the words I never said with the Skylar Gray hook. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, that was the one that had uh, the, God my favorite fucking song. I think it was John Legend that was doing the hook. Mm. Uh, it was at the very. Oh, it was yeah. like a dedication yeah, to yeah, his yeah. dad. I can't even remember the name for the life of me right now. Uh, just that entire album is God. So it's so it, you listen to it start to finish, mm-hmm. and it's such an experience. I love it. And Lupe, dude. That that man is that man gets does not get enough credit. I think. All right, I feel you. And the, the album he follows it up with the Great American Rap album. Mm-hmm. That's a another solid one. No, I'm telling you, he puts he put out his thing was that he kind of. Reason I don't yeah. mention the first album is because mm-hmm. everyone gives everybody him everybody, everybody yeah because every because yeah. when that came out that God, that made that was, a, yeah, a huge splash yeah. but he wasn't he was kind of on his style and and that type of music yeah. was already on the way out yeah exactly so he was peaking when that music was already heading right. down so Hence he wasn't why gonna, he hasn't really kept right, the momentum which right but, right 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 but so, not nah, phenom- just phenomenal artists love them so it's my turn it's your turn 
the mic is oh, before, how, are you, how, how the tables have turned. <laughs> how the turntables <laughs> have turned. I see. I see. <laughs> I, see. I, see. <laughs> I see where you're going with this. I see. <laughs> Most underrated whatever. Whatever. Man. So I'm thinking, because in my head, I'm thinking, I'm thinking actors. Okay. Right? You can because, do, because. Yeah. With athletes, it's it's a little subjective. If Are you it, saying underrated or overrated? Underrated. I'm, underrated. We're, we're going un, we're going underrated first. Over under. Yeah. We're going, <laughs> we're going under <laughs> first. first. We're going to underrated first. Okay. All right. So I'm I'm thinking actors because with 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 the uh, with sports, it's a little subjective. Number one. Number two. And oh, this is what I tell everybody. They're you know what we talk about is team sports. Right. So a lot of times your success is going to depend on the team team, and on your coach and everybody and everything else. So -hmm. it's not necessarily, you know, obviously you saw James Harden went to Houston and all of a sudden, yes, he's, which, you know, that's a, that's a, which, which he was, which he was, he was great in Oklahoma, but he wasn't this good. No. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like he he never made starting lineup. Right. So that, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of happens that way. So I'm, I'm, I'm going actors. Okay. I'm thinking about going actors. So you're thinking right now, Underrated? Under, underrated the most underrated of actors of actors so the who doesn't get who does so well one of them we can't go most because there's like a million of them tommy wise though oh god <laughs> Jesus christ, don't don't jesus christ nah, nah, nah. that's that man well, is infamous for this do one. you have no. someone in mind yet i no? do okay go for i it. do i think jim carrey yes jim carrey okay yes. i see it yes man i'll, I'll say this Everyone thinks he's very one-dimensional. That's why, and yep. he's absolutely not. And, ever and, seen, and I'm um, going to tell you who my oh, when we eternal, go to the, eternal sunshine of the yeah, of that the one, mind. that yeah. one, Turn, yep. yes, dude, that, that movie's one. phenomenal. And even phenomenal. and there's there's even Truman. Show. There's moments in Truman mm-hmm. Show that you're like, oh shit, this guy can this guy yeah. can act right. And the thing thing is that he's you know everybody knows him for one thing, but yeah. Problem is he never got out of the comedy space, basically, or at least people didn't well, no, see he him did. outside. And then he tried to do the number well, twenty-three. Yeah, and well, he no, didn't. No, he what? didn't try. He succeeded. He right. did it. Yeah, well, he, well, he, it did, he did it. But I'm saying he tried to branch out with. Yeah, that well, that's movie. what I'm getting at. I feel like he he's in a perpetual state of where you talk about him, they're like, oh yeah, I loved him in Ace Pet Ventura. Detective, whatever. But you, you, know but you I mean? can't you can't blame him for that either, though, right? Like yeah. if if we talk about no, if no, we talk about artists, if we talk about that's like talking Sylvester Stallone and saying. Oh yeah, I love Rocky. Rocky. Yeah, right. Or, or Rambo. You're oh, like, yeah, well, I yeah loved, that's. I loved Oscar. Yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can't. You that's. You're talking about comedy and pretty much Ace Ventura. Yeah, right. Is like eighty percent that in, of of, yeah, how, that, of what people know. Yeah. Him. Right. That in the mask. That's where is, he's overlooked. Right. You know so, what I'm saying? But that's why I, I love this guy for outside of that. And shit, you and you, know? you and you can't blame him. like when we talk about hip hop artists, you can't blame him because if that's what's making him money. Then that's oh, what he's going to keep doing. Day, yeah. right. You're not going to go try to make number 23s and then they're going to be flops left and right. And right. Then and then you gonna, do something no, like Yes absolutely. Man, which was all right, it I guess. Was, it was good. It was good. It was, it yes, was, it was good, really but it's good. not, liar, liar, but it's it not his best movie. No, no, it's not. No. My but thing it, is, I but just love Jim Carrey, so anything he's in, I'm going to be like, I love it. Right. So that's that's why I'm like, I think him, because everybody thinks of him as just one way. And if he was to come out, I mean, now he's doing whatever the fuck he's doing. Well, that's what I want to touch on that. Have you seen that man is so talented? I've I seen, I seen the, the, the documentary on Netflix. Have the, you seen that? The Jim and Andy? The Jim and Andy? Yes. Uh, no, but there's another documentary uh, on where he's talking about because everyone thinks he went crazy. Yes. He he had he his not. he had his Dave Chappelle moment. No. He didn't. Where where he started kind of he kind of had like a little breakdown for a bit. And then what well or that's what it looked like. 
Yeah, that's the way that we we do it. Exactly. Like, that's the way that we say that it. we perceived it. But then you start talking. You, well, he starts talking about it, and you start realizing that it's not it's not a breakdown. It's just him looking at life differently. Yeah, it's a it's he's gotten a change of perspective. Like he like you saw the whole fashion show thing, right? The crazy thing to me yeah. is that you he, hear he goes and he go and they ask him. He's on the and they're like, oh, oh yeah. what's what's oh, the yeah. theme? Oh yeah, and they're like icons. He's like, oh great, so I came to the right place because I was looking for the most useless thing that yeah, I could yeah, think of. Like, and everyone's yes. like, yo, how are, how are you going to say that? And I have a feeling that he's been like that for a while. It's he just, just that now, yeah. now he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to let it yeah. out. Right. But he's been and thinking that's, about that's perfect. thinking like that. And, and he's had enough moments in his life where he can be like, you know what? I really don't give a fuck what people think about me. So I'm just going to say what comes to mind. Have you, have you seen his art? Yes. That man, that's what I'm saying. That man is yeah. so talented. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And have you, do you, do you know his story too? Like his life story? Well, I know I'm he's sure Canadian. Tell me. He failed. He failed at stand up at first. Yes. Right. Like really bad. Yeah. And nobody believed in him except for his dad. Damn. Which which is like That's heavy. Which is obviously your parents will always right, for right, oh, for right. the most part for most parents will yeah. will try and, and do that. And his dad, well, for starters, he had to work all through high school because his family was like dirt poor. Mm. Right. So he would work. He would go to school, work shifts all night, mm. sleep like two hours, and then go to class. Mm-hmm. It'd be like falling asleep in class. And that's how he started becoming. He started like trying comedy to get out of those situations. Right. Like they would like call him out on it right. and he would just make up funny shit and whatever. So he went from that to then going straight full on comedy. And his dad supported him, even though they didn't have the money. Right. And actually when I think what movie was it? I think it was the was it The Mask? No, that was the second. That's that's the second movie. right? Yeah. Just, yeah. I think the first one was Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Yeah. Then. The mask then Ace Ventura too. I think it was Ace Ventura then. I think it's his big his first big one. Yeah. And he got his first big paycheck. The full paycheck he put in his dad's casket. Word? He never cashed it. That's dope. He put it in there because he's like, he's like, this is this is more yours than mine, because without you, I wouldn't have made it. Which that to me is just that's like a whole nother level. That's dope. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like that guy, people don't people don't get him. That's that's a that broke my heart. People don't get him. I'm telling you, man, it's you know that that part was supposed to go to David Allen Greer? Yes, the 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 Ace Ventura. Yeah, and he turned it down, and then right, and he started at, at first. He started doing just um, what's it called, fucking impressions. Yes, that's all he would do at first, and then they told him he sucked at them, <laughs> because that's what happens in the world. And then he started. He's like, all right, shit. If I can't do impressions, I'm gonna start making fucking funny faces. Yeah. And then that and shit. That's yeah. That he, that's he is a, got, a physical actor, yeah. right? So he started. That's when he got into uh, SNL and all that shit. That's why he was so good as the Grinch, in spite of all the makeup and shit that was on, because he's such an expressive actor that he was able to do through all the process. Right. Like he was able to get so yes, yeah. all that absolutely well, I, underrated. And that's right. And that's the thing that I see people like him, actors like him, right, right, and. It's hard to share a screen with that guy. Oh, absolutely. Because if he's in, if he's in the shot, all the focus is on him. You're not looking at anybody else. You don't right. care who's in the screen. Uh, so, case in point, uh, Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. That it was Jim Carrey and yeah, Tommy Lee yeah, Jones. Yeah, right. Yes. And, uh, and Tommy Lee Jones hated him. And Tommy Lee Jones is a a, a goat. He's, yeah. That's one of the one, that's one of the greatest. Yeah, but I wouldn't. Tommy Lee but he's Jones definitely not straight up said he no, felt no, no. But what I'm saying Jim is, Carrey. but what I'm saying is that even then, Tommy Lee Jones, you can put Tommy Lee Jones in that in that shot, mm-hmm. and everybody's focused on Jim Carrey, dude, because yeah. he just. Every, Why do you in, in that movie? I don't know if I mean it, it's a bad enough movie where I wouldn't blame you if you guys didn't see it. Mm. But that movie, like you see 
Tommy Lee Jones doing his Jim Carrey impression. Yeah. Like his, he is crazy. He's trying on so he's over the top. With he's trying everything. so hard to get. To get right, some he's of that trying attention. to get to Jim. Yeah, Carrey's because level. is that that it's that bro Jim Carrey. That's what I'm saying. So to me, like yeah. a good, a good, a good actor will match whoever yeah. he's next to. It's crazy because like you don't want someone overacting and then the other well, person playing it flat. Well, and you don't want you don't want everyone playing like one person playing it flat and everyone else is acting, which is why like yeah, you'll Luke, see like with that like movie, with man. with acting on like let's say Broadway, everyone will overact because you're trying to sell something from far away. Right. If one of them is acting like they would in a movie. It's not gonna look right, and so right. Tommy Lee Jones. If Jim Carrey's in it, and that's what happened in that movie, and Jim Carrey's doing all this crazy shit, Tommy, yeah, Tommy, like, let's say that shit. Like one I know. thing is to <laughs> one thing is to overact and try and compensate. I mean, Tommy Lee Jones was, was out of his element completely. Yeah, because because the thing is that it's not necessarily the overacting. It's just that that's just how Jim is. Yeah, right? well, I, and well, and I mean, it, acting. If, I'm not. I don't mean overacting like oh, like in a negative way. I'm saying acting like like being so out there eccentric right. if you t- if like top, eccentric that, is yeah. the word i was looking right. for if over like eccentric right. right if you're looking at that movie right and you see how much attention jim carrey gets and mm-hmm. how dim tommy lee jones's light is because mm-hmm. you're not really paying attention to that one yeah and you take under siege and even though seagal was in that mm-hmm. all the attention was tommy lee jones and that was tommy lee jones on his own yeah. right without having to share it with like a jim carrey right. and he gets all the attention but the moment you take that same person, put him with Jim Carrey, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Same thing happens with uh, same I, thing happens with uh, with. Uh, I love Jim Carrey's interview, by the way, with that thing because they asked him about that, and he's like, "Oh, Tommy Lee Jones went up to me and he grabbed me, and he goes, I fucking hate you,' <laughs> and and he's like, and from there on, I was scared." Same thing happens with uh, with De Niro. De Niro, it's hard to share a screen with that guy because oh when God. that guy is on, yeah, dude. When that guy is on, forget about nobody it. Nobody else is in there. Well, have you seen um, Jackie Brown? Yes, love it. All right, that, one of my favorite that, movies. Good movie, great movie. But have I think they matched each other so well? Um, Him and Sam Jackson. Yeah, because those are two actors that neck. If you have anyone next to them, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, Samuel it's, Jackson. It's, it's that's the same thing. Sam I'm Jackson's gonna do that. That screen is Sam Jackson. If you saw Star Wars, yeah, like the like the the I guess the second trilogy, mm-hmm. the one that came out from like 1999 to like 2005. Oh, the prequels. If you see yeah. him in it, all you can think about is that's Samuel Jackson. Yeah. That's that's all you'll think Absolutely. about throughout the whole Absolutely. movie once the, you notice it's him. In, in the Jackie Brown movie, there's a scene that they have that there is just them two in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the van, mm-hmm. and that scene you're just going back and forth because you could tell is that those guys, it, the, the yeah. attention's just that's to one them. of those like rare moments where they actually it just fucking worked. He had one. Uh, De Niro had one with um, well, another one of my favorite movies, Heat, with a. Uh, with Al Pacino, where it's him and Al Pacino in the same same shot. De Niro where, and, and Al Pacino, and I thought I would never see that shit in my life. And you see that screen, and you see that shot, and you're like, the whole time you're just like, yo, I can't, you can't believe it. Wait, are you talking about the Heat? He, no, not the Heat, just Heat, just Heat. Yeah, it's him, Val Kilmer. Yeah, uh, no, I know a movie. I've, that I've one, seen it. That one, Michael Mann just, directed it. Well, I added the in it. But. Uh, okay, cool. Well, because that the, <laughs> the heat, heat is the term for the cops. Right, but the Heat is uh, the the one with Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCartney, isn't it? Yeah. Oh the fuck. No, so you going, you yeah. going. Whoa, oh, that's a one eighty. That's completely different. Right. So to me, you're talking about the one. Right. But oh, to, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, exactly. So to, to stay in topic, no, heat. for me, as far as underrated actors, I'll go with with Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. I I love that pick. That, so, that's an amazing. Pick. Right. Another one that I that I that he wasn't as big, 
but I'll put him in there just to just to kind of give him. Well, that, that's respects. actually in your favor if you're saying underrated. Yeah, well, I'm saying he wasn't that big, so maybe not a lot of people paid attention to it, and maybe right. not a lot of people were like, oh. And he passed away recently. Well, recently, you know, a couple years ago, whatever. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That dude. Yes. That was quality. Yes, yes. And and that guy was was one of those guys. I if he was on the screen, what was the one he did? Is one uh, Capote? Capote. He, he did that one. He did because he was doing a bunch of like secondary roles. He wasn't doing. Right, yeah, right. He wasn't the main guy. Capote was the main guy. Yeah. But that guy was another one. That's 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 no, quality. Great, great actor. Right. Quality. Underrated sports. Underrated athlete, sports. By the way, athlete. Um, I'll, I'll take I'll take it there because we didn't really do mm. the athlete yet. Right. We kind of did the referees. Let's do let's do the athlete. Uh, I think someone we don't now. talk about enough, at least not now, because you still see him because mm. he's doing the commentary stuff. Mm. Uh, T Mac Tracy McGrady. Come on, man. I think he's a bit. <laughs> I think he's a bit underrated. Come on, man. I, I love the reaction. I think so. You, you think so? I think so because I think once like saying top and and the, it's funny because I have this conversation with my brother, and I'm always like that guy's walking around with a with an MVP that doesn't belong to him. Like didn't he get MVP once? No, he didn't. He didn't. No, he did not. What did he get a scoring title? Yes, because he was with the Magic and they had no. Yeah, no, no, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, well, he got something. I was like, that guy's walking around with some shit that doesn't belong to him. But and, and now here's and here's the reason I bring it up because it, again this kind of came up like a couple weeks ago i was speaking with a friend and i'm like oh yeah dude t-mac was nasty this and that he's like oh isn't that the guy that played with vince carter in toronto and i'm like really man really that's well between him and vince you know i get that i get that but like this man went on to how many points in like 13 seconds you it, know it, his, his career me, with the magic to I me mean, i don't he, know man he was i think to me he he got the the fame that he deserved yeah yeah i think so i think he wasn't he wasn't like nobody was snuffing him from all-star games no and nobody and was, of course he made the I mean? hall of fame and all that so it's hard for me to that's what yeah. he's walking around with right the hall of fame <laughs> that's that that's the no, one that, he deserves he deserves dude when i and we'll that's another podcast yeah. topic who deserves to be in the hall of fame oh right. well that's yeah that's entirely different but yeah. that was one that i was like if tracy mcgrady makes it to the hall of fame that's that's the 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 standard that we have dude right so you have to just you got far worse in the hall of fame than tracy mcgrady absolutely the nba hall of fame everyone gets into it that it is that's true. everyone yeah. that's true that's like, like anybody can get that's into not it. a badge on like no that's like like that's just like yeah. everybody in free before seven yeah <laughs> like you know what it is like i love chris bosh Chris Bosh gonna get a Hall of Famer. Is gonna be a Hall of Famer, and I don't know if he's that caliber. He's not that guy. You know what I'm no, saying? And, like, but but Bosh is not that guy because and that's another guy that's underrated. Yeah, absolutely. But he's not that guy because also, he got hurt now. Yeah, because if he would have gone another five years, oh yeah, and, and played very well, and maybe took you know take the heat to yeah, to we had to, one year that it was possible. Right, maybe if, if he if, didn't have that clot issue, if he would if he would have gotten the that heat to to yeah. Sale, you know Eastern Conference Finals or whatever, yeah, then you would have put him in that conversation. Oh, of course, because yeah, he's yeah. he's he's good. Yeah, unfortunately, the clotting issue, and damn. yeah, that's what I'm saying. That so hurt. that shit hurts. That's right? what I'm saying. So, so for him today, to this day, I think that's one of the reasons he still wants to make a comeback because I feel like he thought that had he been healthy, that he could have taken us to the promised land because he was playing, he was balling. He he, I mean, he they would have been a, a, a something to, yeah. to 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 mess with in the East. Yeah, because you know 
it's yeah, not, it's a weak conference. Yeah, it's the one that it, it goes up and, and down every year. In that same year that we made it like all the way to the second round, mm-hmm. seven games, whatever, was also the year that I think Cleveland was banged up. So it was like, oh, this was an easy right. Ticket so to it would have been, it would have been the it was perfect the year time. That the Warriors blew the three one lead. Right. So it's like, oh, oh my god, never forget. This could have been, this could have been us. <laughs> this could have been us. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think that plays into the whole psyche of like, yeah, I'm severely, severely injured right injured. now because of the clot <laughs> issue. But I want to come back. Like, I got you. So you say T Mac? I, I say T Mac. And again, product of the times because I grew up watching him and AI and that like that style. I like mm-hmm. the hero ball style still. There's. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with a surprise for my for my for my pick for underrated player. Oh, I think because there's a going. there's a bunch. I want to see where you're there's going. There's a bunch. Where are you going with this? You you go. Oh, my pick for underrated underrated player. God, does it have to be American sports? No, no absolutely do, do not. Just want. don't just don't. I'm gonna choose underrated. Yes, Nacho. Really, Fernandez. For, I mean, for Real Madrid. For Real Madrid. Uh, Nacho, if you don't know, is this kid grew up diabetes. Told him that would he would never play football. Somehow still playing to this day. They told him he was like 12. Right. And he made it through the academy, which in and of itself is hard right. for Real Madrid because right. their academy is you get dropped really fast. Right. Because their academy, like they don't really promote from within. So in order to make it through their academy, mm-hmm. you have to be good enough that they won't just buy another player. Right. That you're competing against all the exactly you have to you're basically competing against the rest of the world right as opposed to just within the academy right because real madrid if, if you know anything about real madrid they don't really like to promote from within right. like well they do but they they very often just buy other players so in order let me get to the point real quick <laughs> i feel like i'm going around um he's just he's really good as a backup and i think backups specifically are very if they're good backups and they can stay backups. They're pretty much a whole career. Like they're not quite good enough to be stars by themselves, but they're really good at when you need them to be. So I'm gonna say he specifically is probably one of the most underrated backup defenders. I mean, Real had like for a long time, and I, I don't, even, you know, well, no, they have really for, good for a long time. They had like a like another starting squad in the bench. So well, it's yeah, not like but out of that starting squad, everyone. If anything, was underrated. Isco was underrated for a while. They they thought he was like, oh, he's good, but he's not that good for a for like a good while until maybe. I mean, that guy. Last year. No, no. Last year, last, last couple of years. People, well, here's the thing. Anyone who was following him, right, was like, he's good. But most casual fans were like, no, nah, that dude's overrated. Well, I mean, they, yeah, they, but- they bought him for that much, and look, he can't even make the starting lineup. Same thing with Asensio. They were like, Asensio, nah, bro, that kid's from the academy. And then all of a sudden, and now he's overrated. Now they're like, nah, that's the next Raul. That's it. That's it. It's not going to work out that way. At least not yet. But I'm, I'm talking like underrated, and he was never rated, period. Okay. Like he just stayed underrated right. the whole time. And he's covered for every single position. He's covered for, Mar- for Marcelo, best left back in the world, yeah. or one of the best left backs at least. Covered for Sergio Ramos, one of the best defenders in the world, team captain. Covered for Veron, another really good French, probably the best French defender uh, besides Umtiti. Covered for Carvajal. He covered for everybody. And he did a good job in every position. Which that to me is, is if, if at that point, you're n- like most people are still like, no, nah, he's not good enough to start on any team. He's, he's a good backup, but he's not good to start. At that point, I think you can consider him underrated. Now, Carlos, I, I have a <laughs> feeling... Of where you may be going, but I don't want to say anything. 
Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Okay. That's your most what now? Under okay. Okay. All right, that's not at all where I thought you were going with this, but okay. Uh. <laughs> Miami fans are dying to kick him out right now because they can get their hands on a young up and coming quarterback. Yeah, man. Right? Like, look at you. Someone. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right. So I think he's the most underrated one. Now, a couple of things that I brought to okay. to I I spoke to someone the other day, and um. And they were saying the same thing, right? Oh my God, I want I want Baker Mayfield, and I want this guy and that guy, and and, and right, if right. we move up and we do this and we do all this, you know, the Tetris moves and shit. Well, <laughs> here's the thing: he's also getting paid way too much. That's the other. Well, issue. that's that's uh, yeah. Like, don't that's, get it that's that's bad decisions, right? Well, on I the get front that, office, that, I guess. Yeah. So like, that, don't get it twisted when I say that I want a new quarterback. It's not because I think Tannehill's bad. I just think we have right. him at a bad price right now. Yeah, yeah, that happens. But that you know that happens a lot. It's not just that. It's so he's been five years he's played. He's gone through what two head coaches? Three head coaches. Uh th- he got drafted. All right. Listen, no, listen, no, no, listen no. to well, the, listen to this. It stat. depends on how you he look at it. He became only the fourth quarterback in NFL history to throw over three thousand yeah. yards no, yeah. in his first four seasons. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, that's also he, he's relative. got that's great really crazy. stats. No, well those that's that's he's those not are, a bad quarterback. If you're the only the fourth person Right. In, in the history of a sport that's been around for over oh, yeah. well, here's a, here's half a, a decade. I mean, half a century. Yeah, well, here's the thing. The first 30 years of that half a century, mm-hmm. they were just running the ball. Nobody was throwing. So, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. you're really looking at the last 20 years of that. Yeah. And on top of that, if you're looking at teams like Pittsburgh, right, which they have much better quarterbacks than Tannehill, right, with, with Roethlisberger, okay. you're not going to... And that team typically wanted like to run the ball a little more than throwing the ball. So he's not going to get as many passing yards as these guys. Okay. If you're a team that's winning most of the time, that means that probably the second half of that of that football game, you're probably going to run the ball a little bit more. Right. If you're a team that's losing all the time, you're probably throwing left and right. Yeah. So th- that's why I say that that's... Which stuff, is why his right. stats are partly inflated for that reason. Right. Ah. Right. So that's, what, that's what I say. So, so there's a lot so of games... That okay, so is your case just, for underrated or overrated? This is my case for underrated. Okay. Because for me, he's been there five years. Right? Or he's he's been playing for five years. Yeah. Right, he's gone to what three head coaches? Uh, well, this is why I say it depends on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Because technically speaking, mm-hmm. it's been two head coaches, mm-hmm. but obviously they fired Philbin right. through the year, so there was an interim head coach there. Right, that's what so I'm saying. you could say three, but I mean it's really two. Right, so I'm gonna say three. Okay, because there was there was, <laughs> there was one. And I'm how many offensive two. coordinators? Offensive coordinators? No, the offensive coordinators fucked them over. Don't even get me started. So, with them. so you're you're looking at somebody that has never been no stability there's no stability. no 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 absolutely you no. do what i'm saying i don't blame him i don't blame him for any of our struggles and and he got and he got thrown in there right from the get-go yeah so right. it's not like he's like an aaron Rodgers. that yeah obviously i'm not going to compare him to aaron Rodgers, but coming out of college but he's not somebody that was able to sit down for a couple of years right yeah. and also stay within the same system right right and where aaron Rodgers just stayed within the same yeah, system yeah, exactly. and stayed with the same guys well most of the same guys at least gotcha so to then say oh well you didn't give us what we wanted to well damn yeah how could he you know what i mean yeah, at, th- at that point you're setting how someone, could he you're same, setting someone up to fail right kind of the same thing even though alex smith is not it's not as as no alex as, smith was just like, yeah alex smith is not as good as, as whatever man. but 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 Alex Smith, people blamed him in in San Fran, right? But San Fran was a, was trash, 
Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden somebody gets him. He's like, all right, look, let's let's play to your strengths. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he starts taking teams to the to the to the to the playoffs. Which I'm here to he say, starts doing. If Tannehill didn't get injured. I'm 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 fairly certain this team would have been spectacular because I think Adam Gase was really tailoring the offense to his system. But now, is that because you're saying underrated? I and I've said enough that I want a new quarterback, not because he's bad, mm-hmm. but I also understand what you're saying. He hasn't been, he hasn't had the stable situation at all. And this so is only I would like and for this Tannehill, is and this is local yeah. because I'm sure the rest of the nation doesn't look at it that way. Right. But Miami, because we're in a position that we might be able to draft somebody or whatever, make some moves. Right. All of a sudden, they're like throw Tannehill right. down the drain and, and let's well, go to somebody the, else. You look at Cleveland, same situation. They have Tyra Taylor now, and he's a hell of a starter. I don't care what anybody says. I don't. I don't. I'm not a fan. Okay, but okay. I know he's good. Yeah. But I'm just. Uh, you know, long the Broncos. They just invested a bunch of money in Case Keenum. Now they did. That was a little crazy yeah. to me, man. Uh, so that happens all the time because quarterback is just a premium position, and you know if you can upgrade from you know the reliable Camry to a Ferrari, you'll always try and make that move. Uh, with Baker Mayfield, the re- here's the thing. Because I'll say it right now. The Dolphins will not draft a quarterback in the first round if it's not Baker Mayfield. I also think he's overrated. But Baker I'm not Mayfield? Gonna, yeah. But I'm not going to throw that in there because oh. that's not the most overrated one. Okay. But. Okay. Sorry. Coming after my soul right I'm now. I'm just trying to tell you, man. Because you know why? Because you're, you're, you have a romance with the idea of the Dolphins being able to get one of the top quarterbacks. And on top no, of that. That's one of my favorite quarterbacks. And on top of that. And, 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 on, and on top of that. The fact that he, everything like all the all the stars are aligned for him to be here, right? Like they like he could possibly get here, right? Because yeah, of the way that the draft looks is more and more unlikely every day. No, right, but but because because of the way that the draft is is shaping up and all this other stuff and the people that are coming into the or out of the draft, then all of a sudden you have a, a situation where you go, oh, this might be possible. It's not like the Dolphins are picking twenty, right? And right, right, and, and it's not like he's the only quarterback. So everything is lining up. So Miami's sort of in love with the idea of like man we can get this and then you, you forget everything else you forget whatever red flag you forget whatever limitations he might have and you only think i just want him right right. right. so that's why to me I, th- I think he's good but i wouldn't i wouldn't sell the farm for him i don't know here's the thing you know what I'm saying? Right. and i don't want to get into they kind of already that's gonna they kind of already this. sold the. Sold there's the gonna farm. be a whole other thing going mm. here if I if I if I say this, mm. but I'm gonna let you know. Do it. I don't think he's overrated right. because he only recently started getting some compliments. Mm-hmm. Because going into this process, mm-hmm. everyone was shitting on this man. Right. Okay. So that's why I disagree with the overrated sentiment because he's only sounds overrated now. Because mm-hmm. now finally people are like, oh shit, maybe this kid is good. So to compensate for all the shit talking they've been doing for the past three months. Mm-hmm. Because the fucking have NFL network on all the goddamn day. Mm-hmm. All right. Now they're overcompensating. He's saying, so oh, well, you know, Baker rage. Mayfield has a lot of intangibles. It's like he's had those intangibles. Mm-hmm. You it's guys just haven't way, taken yeah. notice because you couldn't get past the Johnny Manziel comparisons. Mm-hmm. Now that you have the Patriots saying they're interested. Oh, Baker Mayfield's the next fucking Tom Brady because Belichick's all hard over him now. That That's the thing there. No. So he's not overrated. He's just getting a lot of talk now because it's a quarterback heavy draft. Yeah. You got... You have top 10 prospects falling out of top 10 because you got teams possibly trading up to get quarterbacks one, two, three, and four in the draft. So that's the reason he may sound overrated, mm-hmm. but you can apply that to anybody. Most overrated quarterback in this draft class is Josh mm-hmm. Allen. 
Right. Well, because he's done nothing to prove himself. Right. Well, I'm gonna say about him because right now he's being overrated, yeah. and right now is what I'm saying. It. So right. he's overrated now. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm saying. The body of work is not overrated. It's currently that he's overrated. That's a great yeah. point. Yeah. That's a great point because to me, his body of work is not that. It's not yeah. that great. Right. So that's what I'm getting. At. And like I said, locally overrated yeah. because because Miami's Miami's head over heels for this. Yeah. But you know he, I mean? and the reason for that though. And the reason we have this infatuation with him is because we're worried that we're not going to get one of the other top prospects. We don't have the chance you, you're at right. a Saquon no, Barkley. Absolutely. We don't have a chance at a Bradley Chubb. Absolutely. Because you, if there was a mock draft that said Bradley Chubb right. was going to fall all the way to 11, oh my God, that fixes like all our problems on defense. You know, right. that's that's what everyone's saying. That is what right. I'm saying. Right. No, no, I feel you. I feel you. So Bradley Chubb? Bradley Chubb. This is a, an actual name. This is his actual name? Yes. Okay. I, I can't make this up. <laughs> he chose to keep it, so yes. <laughs> but gonna call you the whole thing chub? with Tannehill mm-hmm. is that, and it's funny because if you ask people within the organization, mm-hmm. everyone's excited to have Tannehill back next year. Yeah. Everyone is. Hell, I'm excited to see him back next year. But I also want that insurance policy of last year, Carson Wentz goes down. Eagle season's done. No, no, no. Napoleon Dynamite out of the woodworks. Nick Foles it, throws him into the Super Bowl victory. I never, first of all, I never thought I'd see the Eagles win a Super Bowl in my life because we just always got, we always had a rough time with this. Like every year that it was supposed to be our year, mm-hmm. like it, we got, we got dicked. Right. All right. Whether it was injury, whether it was just underperforming, whatever. And then the one year that we have Carson Wentz balling, MVP candidate, he goes down with a knee. I'm like, oh, it's happening again. Nick Foles comes out Superman S on his chest and he and he beats Tom Brady's Patriots in the Super Bowl. So well, he had he had like three games back to back. No, two games where he was where he, he was and it was out. in the playoffs. Yeah, well, NFC Championship. Yeah. Well, game I, was, I, I was telling people that guy that guy is legit. No, yeah, no, that guy's that, legit. Because that guy went that guy went like uh, ballistic. It was like fourteen and three oh years on like that. Yeah, like the man. like one season. Well, the one Jesus. thing with, with Foles is he before he had been kind of inconsistent under pressure. When, yeah, went under pressure. Mm-hmm. And he just had. Well, I'm not saying he just happened. Maybe he finally figured it out. Maybe it's just a coincidence. That scheme, is, right? It's scheme, right? He just happened to not, not, not take that. Well, he took which that goes back to what Carlos was saying. And he played his life Nick Foles out. was in the right situation. Finally, he was in the right situation. Yeah. And also, the Patriots didn't bring that much pressure. I mean, the pressure well, of yeah. the Super Bowl type of thing. Yeah, but, yeah. That, but it wasn't like he was within the game because you saw he kind of calmed down a little bit after oh, the yeah. first quarter. Absolutely. Like in the first quarter, he was a little, a little. He was jittery. Know, jittery. Once he got settled yeah, in, he, got settled he was, was like, right back. Okay, at they're it. not they're not bringing right. it. They're not bringing it. So then he kind of yeah. So the reason I want a guy like Baker Mayfield or Josh Rosen, who's someone I've been high right. on for a while. Rosen is is yeah. Yeah. The reason I would want someone like that mm-hmm. is because I want a very nice backup where if something God forbid happens to Tannehill's knee again, we have a nice insurance policy. Right. Because our insurance policy last year was fucking Jay Cutler right, pulling right. him out of retirement for ten million. And he said, all right, I'll just smoke a cigar on the, or a fucking cigarette on the sidelines and I'll just go when you need me. Yeah, that was a bad decision too, right? Right, right. That, was a, that was a bad that's decision. That's what I'm to, getting. To, so, to, and last year we learned how valuable these backups are. Case Keenum was a backup. Nick Foles was a backup. A lot of backup quarterbacks ended up <laughs> really playing a huge role in, this, in, in, in these playoffs. So that's why I wanted, I know, I know what you're saying, that mm-hmm. there's a lot of fans that are like, Baker Mayfield's the fucking future, this and that. Don't get me wrong. I love the kid. I I like my Heisman winners. I liked him out of coming out of college. I like the short quarterbacks. That's why I really like him because he's kind of like 
Like he's the type of guy I'd want to play in like Madden type shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but is he going to start right away if he's on this team? Absolutely not. It's Tannehill's team for at least another year. Well, I have a question. And I promise you. You mentioned Heisman Trophy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I On an unrelated topic. Yeah. Right. And I just, I want to ask because I've always, I'm, I'm not the biggest football fan. Yeah. I follow it, you know, recreationally. What is the Heisman curse? The Heisman curse is Because I hear that, that thrown around a lot. The Heisman curse is that whoever wins the Heisman does not translate over to the NFL well. Is, and and yes, this is more is, recently because is it, like you, a, is it an actual thing though? Very well, I mean, little. <laughs> very little. Wait, hold up. Very that sounded little. like I'm asking like, is, is there actually a curse? No, no. No, like is, has there been a like a trend with it? There's been a slight trend. Okay. And I can go down the list here more okay. or less. But the thing yeah. is, the problem is everyone wants to inflate the ones that go go astray. Right, they, they overestimate because like Mark Ingram running back for the Saints he was a Heisman okay. winner and he's having a phenomenal career a quiet one but he's having a nice career he's putting a, nice, uh, putting a little nice package together yeah okay. I think I think it is a is a thing of, of perception too yeah. you, you think Cam Newton Heisman, was a Heisman Heisman winner. trophy means you're the best out of 1500 kids so you must be amazing right. so you're gonna come into the into the league and, and you dominate. must be amazing right which is not which is not the case number one number two heisman trophy also is not so it 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 has to do with your performance Mm -hmm. but it there's an element there of your competition yeah if not if not everybody's great that year then they're gonna give a heisman anyway it's not like they don't have to give it yeah they're gonna give it anyway i'm sorry for asking i just i'm i was legitimately no like i've I've seen that thrown around a lot and right now you mentioned you know coming in as well johnny manziel exactly he was a heisman winner where is he now? Matt Leiner was a Heisman winner. Okay. Robert Griffin III yeah. was a Heisman winner. And well, unfortunately, did, that had nothing to do with his talent. They did, blew out his fucking knee. Did Ken Dorsey uh, win a Heisman? Uh, yes, I believe he did. Dorsey won a Heisman. I believe he did. I know that the Gators had a couple of guys, Terry Dean and Warfel, won a Heisman. And those but guys then, didn't even make it. But again. Tebow won a Heisman. Right. <laughs> but again, that's more of a recent trend because if you go back a couple more years, it's the Heisman is not always a bust. You know what I'm saying? No, okay. like you have the Reggie Bush of the world. You know what I'm saying? And, and the Peyton, so, Peyton Manning's of the world. Peyton Manning. Yeah. Husband, uh, yes, I believe he did. Peyton Manning's of the oh, world. Right. So we don't have uh, internet. No, I know. But, but but the whole the point is that it it's more of a recent it's, trend. It, it's more uh, than anything. Yeah, it's a it's a trend. So it's it's understandable. And if you're the team being burnt by the Heisman winners, I can understand your frustrations. Right. But it it's. It's more of a fan thing, man. Like teams know that that stuff doesn't translate like that, yeah. okay. and that and that it it in if you think that that guy fits your scheme and fits what you're looking for, and you can put him in the best position to succeed, then you're gonna hi- you're gonna hire whatever you're gonna yeah. draft that guy as opposed to the Heisman Trophy. And it's well, flavor of the month, really, because and I was telling my buddy about it because I on on the weekend sports podcast i've been talking about this sh- the, i've been doing mock drafts and talking about the draft forever now because i i enjoy this process i genuinely do and i was talking with a friend of mine also a dolphins fan and i kept telling him i'll be like yo if baker mayfield's there at 11 that's a steal that's a steal he's he's a good he's he's got talent and you get it from cheap and yeah exactly that's the thing that's what i fall in love if we have to trade up and give up the house for him then then eh, no yeah but you get him for cheap at 11. yeah like i don't know if you're hearing some of these reports about buffalo trying to give up like three first round picks to the to the fucking giants to draft josh allen number two that's what i mean you know so but that's a, that's another topic that we can, we can do later uh but i was t- and he was telling me he's like oh you know 
and this was a couple months ago when I said they were kind of dogging this man. He's like, oh, they're saying he's going to be the next Johnny Manziel. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is what happens. All right. People look for comparisons with short guys like this all the time. And their comparison is always the most recent of what happened. So if it was a failure, they're going to compare him to the failure. If it was a success story, they're going to compare it to a success story. Baker Mayfield. Oh, who does he remind us of? Short Heisman winner. Uh, maybe not the fastest, but he did a lot of. But he can scramble. Oh, he can yeah, be he can improvised. Oh, you know what that reminds me of? Johnny Manziel. And Johnny Manziel was a failure. He's the next Johnny Manziel. Don't draft him. This and that. But then, like a couple weeks later, when you have Belichick interested, oh, you know what? He also reminds me of Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, because they're also short players, but they weren't bust. So those would be the guys that Belichick wants. So yeah, now he's this guy. Yeah. So it's the same thing with the Heisman winner that, mm. oh, you know, Heisman winners are cursed because the last Heisman winner blew out his knee. Like, no, what? Go a couple years back and you'll see that it's not necessarily a curse. It's just it happens every now and then. OK, because I so mean, it's, it's a fucking so violent. It's, it's all perception, though. Yeah, it's and to me, it's all perception, because like I said, some guys, some guys are great in in the college scheme. Not just the college game, yeah. but in that team's Tebow scheme, was right? phenomenal Tebow, in the college team. Phenomenal. Scheme. And it wasn't just Tebow, right? So if you go back, way back on the on the Gator years, mm -hmm. and you look at Danny Warfel, and you look at Terry Dean, those guys were lighting up college football. Mm -hmm. And they just never made it to the, to the pros. Danny gotcha. Warfel, I think, went to the Saints, never started, and then I think he became like an assistant coach, something like right away. Like He was like, Yo, I don't think he was even 30 by the time he became <laughs> an assistant coach. So he those guys, Ken Dorsey... Right for the for the UM fans and the Miami guys, Ken Dorsey had that those years where where Miami was, they had all the you know they had all the right. the, the the Jeremy Shockeys and they mm. had that that crazy that the Sean was, Taylor yeah, that, and they that had team that, was loaded. Yeah. They had that that crazy team and Ken Dorsey was was looking like a like a like like he was directing a symphony, and did, went to the 49ers. I didn't think he even it made the practice happens. squad. It, it happens. So, and it's it, funny because you want to talk about two more recent Heisman winners that are actually doing good right now, or at least they're not blown out or out of well, the league. Well, Cam's one. You got Cam Noon, Cam just who who went fifteen and one and barely missed winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Mariota. Okay. Mariota's there. Who's and he's catching his own fucking touchdown yeah, passes. He's good. Jameis Winston, the year before Jameis Mariota, and yeah. he's the franchise guy for Tampa Bay, looking good. No chance. Doesn't look like he's going anywhere anytime soon. So just if you look for the good, you're gonna find the good. But if you want to find the bad to justify the Heisman curse, you're gonna find that too. So it's a mix. Okay, gotcha. That's all it is. All right, and with that, that brings us to the conclusion of episode nine of Off the Dome. Thank you for listening. All the links to the podcast will be found in the description down below. Leave us a like while you're there. Subscribe to the channel and leave us a comment telling us what you like or you didn't like. As always, we will be back next week with episode 10. See you then.